Welcome to another episode of the Positive Change Podcast, a podcast that's all about inspiring uncommon thinking and challenging the status quo. I'm your host, Dr. Richard Harmer, and in this particular episode, I want to explore the one question I'm asking myself at the moment about my current work focus. Because you see, each and every one of us only has one life to live, one precious life, and is this a life you most want to experience? So if you're asking yourself the question, am I doing the right stuff right now? Am I pursuing the right things? Then this podcast is for you. Listen in. Hi, I'm Dr. Richard Harmer, and you're about to discover new ways to go from overwhelm to thriving in your business and in your life by following your passions, pursuing your unique life purpose, and stepping fully into your infinite potential. You deserve to live your best life, a life filled with all of the clarity, courage, and commitment you need to be happy and to make a positive impact on the world. So get ready because this podcast challenges society's expectations for what it means to be successful in life and in business and invites you to grow beyond outdated assumptions for defining who you are. Welcome to the Positive Change Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Positive Change Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Richard Harmer. And in this podcast, it's all about the number one question I'm asking myself about my current work focus. So let me just set the scene here for you. I started this podcast, the Positive Change Podcast, on the 28th of May, 2020. First season, season number one, had seven episodes. I then refocused this podcast and started season two, 20 episodes, which includes this one, on January 9th, 2021. So I've been at this podcast, producing, recording, editing, releasing this podcast for nearly two years. In fact, over two years. Every two to three weeks, I've shared an episode. I've covered a bunch of different topics, facing your fear and exploring how fear is the doorway to your potential, connecting with, living from, returning to, naming, claiming your purpose, finding your flow and why flow is more important than anything else in maintaining momentum towards towards what you care about, forgetting the hustle, you know, busyness is not a good business, fostering and maintaining positive mindsets, positive attitudes, personal, team, career transformation, a whole bunch of topics, all of which have been personally relevant to me and relevant to the listeners that seem to tune in every few weeks to a podcast. Now, recently, in the last couple of weeks, a dear friend of mine recommended a book to me, which I have diligently been reading, um, a book called 4,000 Weeks by Oliver Berkman. Now, I'm not going to give you much detail about this book because you could probably uh, listen to an Audible or Kindle or get a hard, the hard copy version somewhere. But the principle is pretty simple. Based on an assumption that most people live to about 80 years old, that means the average person has 4,000 weeks that make up their entire life. Now, with my birthday fast approaching, I have 1,616 weeks to go if I live till 80. Now, I do intend to, you know, to live way beyond 80, but just say using the premise, I live to 80, I have 1,616 weeks to go and I've already used, I've already spent, I've already implemented 2,388 weeks of my precious life. 
this one life I have, yes, based on your spiritual, religious or philosophical underpinnings, this might not even be a life or this might be this time around and we're coming back reincarnated many times. But for this one life that I have this time around, I've used more weeks than I have left using this simple principle. And this book also talks about now you can't do everything. Tough choices are needed in order to pursue the best experience in life. You can't do anything. Even the best time management processes out there, carving up time and being the most efficient you can, never going to give you all the time you need to do everything that you most want to do. It's all about tough choices. Tough choices create clarity. They provide direction and they charge your courage and your commitment to do what truly matters most. And one of the things that this book got me thinking about was when was the last time I needed to make a tough choice, a choice that had life-changing consequences, a choice, a decision that I couldn't take back once I made it, deciding to work for myself, deciding to get married, deciding to have children, those types of big-ticket choices. I can't think of it. Um, I know I make many challenging choices, but that tough choice, that choice that there's no going back from once you've made it, we probably only make a few of them in our lives. But once we do, they're incredibly important for what happens next. And if we only have 4,000 weeks, the premise of this book is that we should make them count, not by doing more, not by trying to squeeze more into life, but by really choosing wisely what we do next. Now, I agree with this premise, but I also disagree with this premise (laughs) because oftentimes it's lots of little choices that we make, the more mindless ones, the ones we tend to make, we tend to avoid making, that can ultimately result in these big choices being taken from us or being need to be made in a hurry. So this episode isn't directly about the tough choices in life you know, the big ticket ones you can't go back from. It's more about the everyday choices that we make or don't make that can add up to a tough choice being forced upon us at a time that we may not be ready to make it. Now, um, even in my last couple of months, there's been a tough choice using the definition I gave earlier I've needed to make. So actually, when I think about it, real time on a podcast, yeah, I made a tough choice in the last couple of months that was really challenging. It will have consequences for how my life moves forward in a positive way, in an exciting way, but also in a somewhat sad way as well. And the reason it's sad is because of this other element. The everyday choices I did and didn't make, I habitually rather than with intention and with purpose that results in certain things happening that I may not have had total control over in other words in avoiding choices we then lose agency in our life or our work as a result life starts to control us rather than us having agency over our thoughts feelings and our actions and that's what this podcast is all about What are the everyday choices you are making or not making that result in you that slippery slope towards having less agency, autonomy and less choices in life? the, the, The idea, and I'm going to come back to this later, of a generative pivot, 
a generative choice, a choice that the, the choice you make creates more choices rather than the choice you don't make reducing future choices. What we want to do is create choices in life that create more choices. Then we have the opportunity to pursue multiple pathways to fulfillment and then the big tough choices in life those ones we will need to make those significant ones that create that clarity to that provide that direction and to charge our courage and our commitment to ourselves and those people we love and care about around us become even more meaningful and even more considered my own personal approach to thinking about these things and applying these things is based on the lean startup i read this book eric rees many 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 years ago it does apply to business about how we create certainty amongst a context of significant ambiguity and uncertainty but i kind of see the lean startup like a life practice a practice of continuous experimentation towards greater fulfillment of intentionally making choices the little ones the micro choices that lead up to the big choices the tough choices in life becoming clearer and clearer and clearer those points of not being able to go back they don't rush up on you by through surprise or through a blind spot or through around the corner you tend to can start to see them coming and you know what you need to make now the lean setup has many principles in it but the three i think are relevant to this particular podcast this episode of the everyday choices that we make that add up to a tough choice being clearer and the pathway from it being we're having more confidence with it the three principles are the follows. Number one, validated learning. Now, a principle of a lean startup from a business perspective is we need to learn the best way to find and deliver value to our customer through our business. This validated learning, we don't just do it based on an idea and a hunch. We do it based on learning what's really valuable. I think that's what life is about too. It's running experiments that validate learning or assumptions or ideas so that we have more clarity about what's actually real in life rather than what we wish hopes dreams and assumptions and expectations we validate our learning so we're making choices based on real information rather than an illusion the second principle here is based on this validated learning around experiments is the build measure learn process finding the best way to create value for ourselves and for others by establishing a hypothesis and building a test running that experiment and measuring its progress and then taking the time to learn and refine our approach based on what we're learning and a third principle that's relevant here is what is referred to in the lean startup as innovation accounting in essence it's knowing with authentic tangible and pragmatic ways if and how we've delivered value to ourselves or to a customer or client or a social network or whatever it might be so this lean startup principle is a practice for continuous experimentation towards greater life fulfillment i'm using these three principles of validated learning build measure learn and innovation accounting to do that now i'm going to apply that within this particular podcast to the podcast itself this podcast of the positive change podcast i've been at for 27 episodes and two over two years looking at a range of topics from facing our fear to personal transformation now when i first started this podcast this podcast was for a very particular audience entrepreneurs and business owners 
entrepreneurs and business owners who were feeling overwhelmed around their business and wanted to move from overwhelmed to thriving in both life and work. They're interested in what do I need to change about myself, what do I need to change about my work practices, how I engage with others, how I engage with customers and clients, how I think about my business overall, what do I need to change there in order to go from overwhelmed to thriving and flourishing. Now, I can say looking at my data that you know number of um, episodes downloaded and number of engagements and comments on so various social media platforms and so on and so forth, that I have been moderately successful. I think that's even been generous at times, actually. Um, yes, I have received positive feedback on a range of social media platforms about how certain podcast episodes have impacted people personally and professionally and supported them making an important decision at a certain point in time. I do regularly receive feedback from um, positive advocates of mine that, hey, the podcast is good, I like it. But it does get low engagement. 20 to 25 people every single time I release something download it and have done for nearly two years. But I haven't really had much uptake beyond that. Even though it is promoted and um, released on social media platforms every few weeks. There could be a whole range of reasons for, for that. And um, yes, I have tweaked the things along the way. Um, but it holds pretty steady. It serves a purpose and supports a small number of people. Now, a second audience for this podcast is me. It gives me an opportunity every few weeks to crystallize my thinking, identify insights, and to refine my own professional and personal practice. In that way, I would say this podcast has been highly successful. It definitely has helped me find and leverage my own learning insights. It's definitely helped me review past experiences and to identify why did that work or not work? What have I done about that? So there's been a benefit to myself directly and my client base indirectly by me getting better at my own professional and personal practice in the area of developmental psychology, organizational design, and so on and so forth. So yeah, it has been very successful to me directly and to my client base indirectly through my own reflective practice on this podcast. Has it supported entrepreneurs and business owners outside my immediate and peripheral network? The jury's out on that one. But it has helped me in another very significant way. It was, In fact, it was designed to help me in another very specific way, which I don't think has been successful on and has resulted in me coming back around and going, okay, what do I need to change here? The intention of this podcast related to supporting entrepreneurs and business owners was to build my relationships, my network of people I was connected with and their connections with me. Now, building upon my last podcast, episode number 19, if you haven't listened to it yet, go back and have a listen. It's all about what is a network and how do we build purpose-led and purpose-driven networks in support of others that also benefit ourselves. Now, in this way, I think the podcast hasn't necessarily been that successful around this second consideration for myself, this second validated learning where it's adding value because it's all about building connections now some of those connections um, were potentially about people coming into a program for mine now if, if i reflect upon my own ref, my own consideration insights from my previous podcast around purpose-led networks that that intention wasn't necessarily as clear as it could have been but what's really important here is the podcast although 
I really do enjoy it. In fact, I love preparing every single podcast and thinking about what I'm going to talk about and establishing the key topics I'm going to explore and diving into them and working out I, so I understand what I need to talk about in each of them. It's a pretty alone task. So if you think about the podcast is all about establishing and deepening connections with other people, when I'm doing a lot of stuff alone, it's maybe not necessarily hitting the mark there. So it's definitely helping me crystallize my thinking, not so much on building greater and deeper connections with other people. It certainly has supported me in being more effective in my relationships with other people in my professional, you know, offline world, but not so much in the online world. And I really want that to change. So the future of this podcast, yes, the Positive Change podcast will definitely continue. I love doing it. But it needs to be less alone and more collaborative in its creative focus and its creative implementation. So I have three choices. Coming back to the Lean Startup again, the three choices, the three Ps, as Eric Rees would say, I could persevere with this. Now, I would do that and I will do that definitely but you would tend to persevere in something when the numbers look good and you just should keep going until you get the benefit that you um, anticipate you'll get. And my numbers are good, but not great. I'm not sure whether persevering is the pathway. The second choice you can do is if you've exhausted all options, it might be time to pause. I don't know what else to do. I'm going to stop for a while. I'm not going to do that. Um, the third option is to pivot, to run different experiments to establish new hypotheses and to see where else, in what other ways I might be able to create value for my for others, the people who are listening, to you people listening on this podcast right now and to myself. And, I th- and that's what I'm going to do. It's still based on validated learning, build, measure, learn and innovation accounting. It's all about life as an experiment. You know, uh, life as poetry in action so based on that i will use the data that i have already identified and generated over the last two years and also explore an educated hypothesis a educated guess about what to do next now for example some of the things i've already considered just to let you know i could make an even shorter podcast the average podcast length is 30 to 35 minutes and has been since the very start should I make bite-side podcasts of 10 minutes or less and maybe we'll get more listeners because they're easy to do consume when you're waiting on a tram stop or on a bus or waiting for the kettle boil or whatever it might be. Um, that means shorter podcast, potentially a podcast that has many chapters in it even though the podcast is longer. So you don't get to the you don't get the beginning, the middle and the end in each podcast. You get the beginning, then you might get a middle, then you might get an end. We'll see how we go. So I could do a shorter podcast or I could go even longer and really dive in further and make the podcast less frequently but longer in duration. I could think about and I'm thinking about topic selection. I've really focused podcast on inspiring uncommon thinking challenging the status quo and creating positive change for entrepreneurs and business owners and change makers. The topic selection is all about that particular area, but maybe there's some other things that we can explore at the same time because I have more dimensions to me as you do for yourself and I'm sure that you, there'll be other topics that'd be interesting as well. Nearly every podcast I've done has been me. And in fact, I don't think they've ever done a podcast in the last, last two seasons where I've interviewed somebody. Even though I have had intention to do so on since episode number one of season number one, I said, oh, I'm going to be interviewing people 
and I haven't done it yet. So I think it's time to interview some people and see what happens on that front. Shall I continue to explore and do reflection on things or become more education orientated? It's definitely not about selling something on this podcast. It's all about informing, but maybe it's all about, maybe it's, it's a change in focus there. I'm giving options here because you, you can see here that once you start to think about, hmm, the data says I can go in multiple directions. This data says that people are interested in this podcast. How do I continue to explore where the value is being created and give more of that value? That's the topic at hand. The data I have so far, people are commenting on the podcast i do have subscribers it is being shared there is good stories about application that's the data points i have and i think i need to be even more intentional about tracking and even sharing the data and the numbers as they come through and second i am getting data about myself it is a fulfilling exercise it needs to be have ease to it spark my own curiosity and inspire my own learning and growth so my next step is to mix it up a little bit and see what else is happening. It's time to pivot. It's time to try some other things. So this episode, number 20 of season two, will be the last episode of season two. Season three, coming soon, we'll have a new format, a new line of inquiry, and a new topics to explore. And the question to ask yourself in listening to this podcast is, what everyday choices to persevere, to pause or to pivot in your own life, work and relationships are you exploring? What are you doing and how are you pivoting towards a life that is energy giving and a life that is deeply fulfilling? I look forward to seeing you in season three, episode number one of the Positive Change Podcast. See you soon. Hi, and thank you so much for checking out another episode of the Positive Change Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe using the button below and make sure you also click the bell icon to get notified every time we release a new episode. If you're looking for the show notes for this episode, we have them in the link underneath, as well as our social media handles and some links to free training and other offers that we drop from time to time to help you go from overwhelmed to thriving in pursuing your best life. So go ahead and check out this episode's show notes if you're interested. And thank you so much for tuning into the Positive Change Podcast.